0: Welcome to the No podcast with me, Nikki Spo. What's up fam? You are listening to the No with me, Nikki Spo. You are back for more. Yes you are. Yes you are, and it makes me so freaking happy. This week we are talking about that trophy life. You know, the trophy that a woman gets for being she who suffered most. You've heard of that trophy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want it. Life is full of pain and suffering. I've been covering pain and suffering a lot lately, right? In my own way, because um, clearly just throwing it out there in case anyone missed the memo, but I've had a pretty difficult year this year so far. Yep. I have. So in a nutshell... (laughs) Eight days after I discovered I was pregnant, my mother passed away. We had a very complicated relationship, which made for a very complex grieving process. I was going through some other personal crap that I'm not here to talk about today. But then, obviously, because that wasn't enough, my four-year-old son was diagnosed with Burkitt's lymphoma. He's healthy now, thank goodness. Um, and all that happened in my first very, very hormonal trimester. What a marathon it has been. And I will say this. Well, J.D. Salinger says this, actually. I am kind of a paranoid in reverse. I suspect people of plotting to make me happy. I do have to admit, I try to embody that and sometimes it backfires. But as a retired pessimist, this is major, especially in the 2022 that has been mine. I am still expecting goodness to show up for me. Okay. So if I'm talking about goodness and like all these pain and suffering of life, like why am I talking about the life trophies? Because my friends, there is not actually an award or trophy that goes out to the woman who suffers the most. And even if there was, I don't want it. Okay. I am so tired of the old fashioned narrative that the great things in life have to be deserved, or that martyrdom is what makes a good woman. I know that there's a lot of people, probably a lot of guys, that may think, well, how entitled is that thought process? And even some women are perpetually stuck in the idea of needing to deserve the life that they want. Whatever. Um, Yeah, sure. Yes, sir. Yes, madam. I'm not buying it, okay? Okay. And I don't mean entitled, like have a huge ego and an attitude and be rude and demanding about the good things or experiences you want in your life. But I am saying that you deserve to define what happiness looks like for you, right? Not letting other people define what that looks like for you. You deserve to define what that looks like for you. And then you deserve to have that happiness, Because you are a living, breathing human on this earth with this one life. So let me break it to you here and now. You all know I want it all. I want all the juicy gifts that life has to offer me. I want the freedom, the beauty, the truth, the love, and I'm willing to deal with the ugly bits because I know that there's even freedom, beauty, truth, and love within those two. And we hear it so much in so many cultures across the world that a main determining factor of what makes a woman a good woman is her willingness to sacrifice herself, her needs, her desires for others. I've heard countless times people say things like, my mother or whoever, my mother was amazing. She was the most selfless person I knew. And conversely, she was so selfish, right? Selflessness and selfish are big words when we use to describe women. And I don't think we need to continue to use these words. And listen, one of the many reasons I didn't open up about my son, like during his treatment, besides besides basic privacy, of course, is because I was in that mud too. And some days were really freaking impossible. And I don't want to be defined by the hardest times in my life. I want to fight And I want to help him fight so that we can come to the light together. I don't want to seek attention for my sacrifices, and I don't want my sacrifices to be a factor in what determines my value. I think that there's this thought process that a strong woman is one who has to endure the most suffering or has overcome the most suffering. And I used to think I was so strong. Well, I mean, I, I know that I'm so strong, but I think I used to define that strength by being like, well, I've overcome a lot. Like I've I've had to deal with a lot of shitty circumstances in my life. And I'm claiming a seat at the table that says, I don't have to suffer. I don't have to suffer. What a thought. What a thought. Now, I I want to say that I do believe that sacrifice can be honorable. Of course it can. Like, But it's not how I define myself or how I want to be respected by myself or by others. I imagine it like this. Sometimes growth is easy. Let's say you are a seed and you have all of the sunshine. You're in this like little flower box and you have all of the sunshine and water and quality soil that you need to thrive. Well, thriving and growing is easy, fun even. But what if you're a seed and you are in an enclosed box of soil where no sunlight and no water can get in. Growth is going to be hard. Thriving is going to be seem near impossible. Well, I'll tell you what, if I am a lonely seed in an enclosed box of soil with no sunlight or water, sorry, not sorry, but I'm just not accepting that. I'm not sacrificing myself to the dark. I've come too close too many times and no longer want the award for suffering or withering away. No thank you. I'm going to create my own energy and I'm going to let that be my light and I'm going to grow and damn it, I'm going to find a way to thrive, even if it's difficult. As you know, in my last solo episodes, I talked about life mountains, which we are all climbing a mountain of some kind. And in the solo episode before that, I talked about how life is hard sometimes. You never know what people are going through. and that's all true. And while I wholeheartedly believe in allowing myself space and grace to hurt and feel and grieve and cry, I also believe in choosing to find joy wherever you look. And I do believe that the the two things can be true at the same time, even if it's not obvious or intentional. I am not a martyr. I will not put myself last in order to save everyone else. Maybe that's selfish. Maybe it's strong. I don't know, but there's a reason that they tell you to put your oxygen mask on before assisting others. I know that for me, in my journey with my family during a really difficult time, it was important for me to see my friends, to enjoy my life, and to laugh and find reasons to laugh so that I could bring that back home and give some of it to my family, especially my children. A podcasting peer of mine, Kathy Heller, told me the other day, she said, what does it cost a candle to light another candle. And how many candles can one candle light? A candle can light an infinite amount of other candles without ever losing its fire or its own light. If I had to work towards receiving any type of trophy in life, I want to receive the, she lived, felt, and lived some more trophy. That's the trophy I want. All of the feels, all of the experiences. I want us all to win, and I don't think we have to sacrifice ourselves to create space for others. I think there's room for us all, and I think women, especially women, we really need to open our minds up to this reality and come together to empower one another now more than ever. So what do we do then when we are suffering and on the road to receiving the she who suffered the most trophy? What can we actually do? Here are some of my tips. Now, I want to also... I kind of backtrack for a second and say, like, I share personal experiences because I feel like I'm qualified to talk about my personal experiences, right? I am not like the guru of life, right? Like, I think I'm learning a lot from my experiences. I believe in the power of shared experiences and you being able to take what you want from what I've learned from my experiences and see how it can apply to your life and how it can maybe improve or enhance your own life. Like, I'm not pretending. To tell you what to do with your life. And that's why I share tidbits of my own experiences. So, my tips for what to do when we're stuck in the suffering, these are my tips for what's worked for me. Like, you may hear some of these and be like, that's that's not gonna work for me. Or you might say, yeah, I've been doing that. And maybe it reaffirms something that you already had your mind on. And then it just validates that you were going in the right track with in terms of your thought process. So keep that in mind as I share these with you. Here are my tips. Assess your priorities, right? Like get really practical and assess your priorities. Categorize them and rank them within those categories. So here are some of my examples of like my categories, like spirituality, my personal health, which encompasses mental and physical, childcare, romance, work, work. Friendships and extended family, hobbies and fun, community. Now, there are going to be multiple needs, requirements, responsibilities, and obligations within each of those categories. So we establish the categories and then we rank the most important things that fall within that. And sometimes the most important isn't the most fun, but it's something that has to be done without a doubt. So at the same time, sometimes activities within categories overlap how can we optimize our attitude about it? And in, in a way that like kill two birds with one stone, right? I would also say that like we need to start delegating and asking for more help. This is big. It's huge, especially for parents. And I think especially for women advocating for ourselves when our cup is r- overflowing and we need to pull in the reserves and not feeling any shame about that. I would also say it's very important to schedule fun, fun, excitement, joy, adventure. These things shouldn't be an afterthought. Like if you get to it, you get to it. I believe that these things should be part of our weekly, if not daily schedules, like not just for your two weeks paid vacation, but part of your like daily life, creating things every day that you can look forward to. Even when you're in the muck, even if you are in a transitional period of your life that is really hard. I also think human connection, right? And this is, it's crazy because like, this is what I do, what I'm, part of why I want to even create this space and this podcast and this platform, right? Is human connection. Creating new relationships and seeking out meaningful connections with other people through work, play, spirituality, parenthood. Like, hello, play dates are not just about the kids. I like that was like the biggest misconception I had about parenting. And that's another story. But I've made some amazing friends within mom groups when I never even thought I would like mom groups. I think that human connection and shared experience again are are just so fundamental to joy. I also know for a fact that setting boundaries is really, really important. Okay, I read somewhere that creating and enforcing healthy boundaries is a form of loving expression, a way of expressing, I want you in my life, not I don't want you in my life. And again, women, especially women, we need to get more comfortable setting and enforcing these boundaries. And lastly, I have to say that I'm admitting this. I did not journal too much this year. I had such like yucky, gross sad feelings that the last thing I wanted to do was actually write them down on paper. But I will say, personally, like I regret that. I regret not writing down the good, the bad, the ugly, and the small but spectacular moments. Some days, the spectacular moments meant my son didn't throw up or my littler son showed empathy even though he missed me while I was gone. These weren't always like huge moments or they ate all their food or I got to work out for 10 minutes or I got to like get coffee with a friend that I hadn't seen in a while, you know, whatever these like seemingly unimportant moments that really were the spectacular star in a sea of darkness. They weren't always huge moments, but when I think about it, I I can now see in hindsight that the spectacular was still circling all around me. I just chose at the time not to see it. So today I choose not to win the trophy for she who suffers the most. I choose to enjoy my life and I choose to make fun a priority, even on the days that suck, especially on those days. So I hope that these tips were helpful to you in some way, shape or form. I hope that you got something from this message. If so, drop me a DM and connect with me on IG or leave a comment or a review to let others know what you got from this. Have the best week ahead, my loves. Over and out. Thank you so much for listening to The Know. If you loved this episode, go ahead and share it with a friend. Words are so powerful, and someone may need to hear what we covered today. And if you really loved this episode, please take a moment to rate the show and leave a review. Your comments are so important and valued, and they give other listeners insight on what to expect on The Know. You can connect with me personally via Instagram at Nikki and The Know with Nikki Spo. My hope for you today is that you are fearless in looking inward so that you can be your highest, most authentic self and go after the life of your dreams.